Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Wrong pipe. Anything fun happened today? I got to see my friend Alex, mm-hmm. which is a girl. Yeah. And I got to ride. No, I didn't get it. You didn't ride today. We just bathed, gave Callahan yeah, a bath. Yeah. That took a long time, huh? Yeah. Bathing a horse is like ba- bathing the your car, I, the inside and out. Mm-hmm. Or like washing your car. I guess you're not bathing your yeah. car. But dang, that is a lot of work, huh? Yeah. Holy to the moly. And you just got to play all day. Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> okay, what book are we on? 20. Uh, why don't you sound excited? 20! <clears throat> yeah. Okay, Junie B. Jones, Toothless Wonder. Why do you think it's called Toothless Wonder? Because she's wondering about Tooth Fairy. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? Have we read this book before? Mm-hmm. We read this one before, huh? Do you have more water or is that it? Oh, you do. Good. Peyton is a water fiend, and she always wakes up in the middle of the night thirsty, 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 huh? And potty, potty, potty. Do you, but you don't always wake up to go potty in the middle of the night. No. I, you know what? I always wake up to go potty in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I know. Interesting. Okay. Let's do this. Chapter one. Prizes. Friday. Dear First Grade Journal, today we are having a speaker in room one. She is going to tell us all about recycling. Recycling is when you wash your trash, I believe. Mr. Scary said no. to oh my God. <laughs> Mr. Scary said to write in our journals till the speaker gets here. Only I don't even feel like writing today because I have a loose tooth, that's why. And that thing is driving me crazy. Also, Every time I write in this journal, I have to look up words in the dumb dictionary, except sometimes Mr. Scary spells the words on the board for us. And then I have to cross out my mistakes, plus I erase holes into my paper. Spelling is not a breeze, I tell you. That is all I feel like writing today, and I'm done with this thing, and I mean it. From Junie B, first grader. I just want to say something. What first grader knows how to write like that? You are about halfway through your first grade. And you've been in in school. I don't even know how to spell first grader. Well, you haven't been doing COVID homeschool. You've been in school. I know. And that, first of all, does she go to a private school? That's what I would like to know. No. Okay, maybe. Because this looks like private school stuff. Okay. Second of all. Remember, there's kids. Yeah. Second of all, how in the actual, you know what, does she know to spell writing? With a W. W-R-I-T-I-N-G. Really? No. First grade, you're still phonetically spelling things unless you've memorized it. That is a load. Okay, anyway, so any first grade that doesn't know how to write a novel, don't worry. I put down my pencil and I opened my mouth. Then I reached my finger and wiggled my tooth. That thing's been loose for a very long time. Only no matter how hard I wiggle it, it still won't come out. 
I pulled on it a teensy bit. Ow, that hurt you, dumb bunny tooth, I said. May turned her head and looked at me. Oh, look, it's blabbermouth May. May sits next to me in room one. She is not a pleasure. You shouldn't say dumb bunny, Junie Jones, she said. Dumb bunny is not a nice I word. Yeah, you get to say the big words. I raised my eyebrows at her. Oh, really? I said. Well, thank you for telling that, dumb bunny May. Then, just then, May's face got puffy and red. Don't say that word. word. I told you. She shouted. My teacher stood up at his desk. Problem back there, girls, he said. Yes, Mr. Scary, said May. There's always a problem back here, and her name is Junie Jones. I stamped my foot. B, May. B, 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 B. You're always forgetting my B. Mr. Scary closed his eyes. Please, girls, can we just have one morning without any spats? I looked surprised at that man. But I didn't even spat, Mr. Scary. I said, my mother doesn't let me spat either. Not even on the sidewalk. After that, I went up to his desk and I smiled. Very cute. I have a loose tooth, I said. Would you like to see it, Mr. Scary? Huh? Would you? I opened my mouth and I wiggled it for him. See it? See how loose it is? It is a loosey-goosey, isn't it? He smiled. Wow, it really is ju loose, Junie B, he said. And it's a top tooth, too. Losing a top tooth is the best. I looked puzzled. It is? How come it's the best, Mr. Scary, I asked. Is the top tooth funner than the bottom tooth, do you mean? Because last year I lost my bottom tooth and I didn't actually get a kick out of it. Miss, my teacher did a chuckle. Ah, but then when you lose a top tooth, your smile looks really cute, Junie B, he said. And when your new tooth comes in, you'll start looking like a big kid. Only I did a gasp at that news. A big kid, I said. Really? I'm going to look like a big kid? Mr. Scary nodded his head. You sure are, he said. Here, I'll show you what I mean. He looked around the room and the around the room class. Does anybody here have a their big top tooth yet? If so, please raise your hand. All of the children looked at each other, but no one raised their hand. Mr. Scary was surprised. Really? He said, no kidding. No one in our class has lost a top front tooth, huh? He turned around and shook my hand. Well, congratulations, Junie Jones. It looks like you're gonna be the first person in room one with a big top tooth. I felt very thrilled. Thank you, I said. Then I skipped back to my seat and I sat down real proud. Made it a huffy breath at me. <sighs> Big deal. So what's so special about losing a top tooth, she said. Everyone in our whole room is going to lose their top tooth, Junie Jones. It's not like you're the only one, you know. I did a huffy breath right back here. You're, you're... Yeah, May. I know I'm not the only one, but I'm the first one. And the first one is the winner. So there, ha ha on you. Good job, Junie. May crossed her arms. Well, if you're the winner, then what's your prize, huh, Junie Jones? I don't see a prize, do you? I tapped my finger, kind of stumped, and then I hurried back to my teacher's desk. I patted him on his shoulder. Okay, here's the thing. The children are wondering what my prize is for being the tooth winner. And so, what? how would you like me to handle this situation? Your prize is to lose it. Yeah, to be the first. Mr. Scary did not answer right away. Finally, he shrugged. Well, the truth is, there aren't any prizes, he said. I wasn't exactly running a contest, you know. Yeah, I know, but I bet you could still come up with a little something to make me happy. He 
I pointed in his desk drawer. I bet there's something in there probably, he said. I said, teachers always have good stuff in their desk drawers, right? And so why don't we have a little look-see? Mr. Scary ran his fingers through his hair. Then at last, he opened his drawer. Whoa, is that a stapler, I see? I said, a stapler would be good, don't you think? I could really pound that thing, I bet. And so if you just hand it over, I'll be on my way. Mr. Scary shook his head. No, Junie B, not a stapler. I looked some more. He held, hey, hold the phone, I said. Is that Tums I'm looking at? I, it's like medicine for your stomach if your stomach yeah. doesn't feel good. Yes, yes, it is Tums, Mr. Scary. You've got Tums like my Grandpa Miller. And so I bet you suffer from gas and bloating. Am I correct? Mr. Scary quick closed the drawer. Then he went to the supply closet and he got out a piece of shiny silver paper and he grabbed a scribbled a star. He cut it out and pinned it on my shirt. There, he said. Whew. That's your prize for your tooth, okay? You get to wear a shiny star for being the winner. Now, please go back to your seat. I looked at my star. Yeah, only I don't actually think this is your best work. I said kind of quiet. Mr. Scary pointed at my desk. He was not having a good morning, I think. I went back and sat down. May sneaked a peek at my star. Oh, you just knocked that out of my hand, kid. May sneaked a peek out of my, uh, of my star. I tried to act proud of it. Well, 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 what do you know? A prize, I said. May did a mad breath and a quick turned away. I looked down at my star again. This time, it looked prettier, I think. That is silly. Chapter two. Oh God, this is the book that I can't say the thing. Oh, I think I get tongue-dyed. Yep, it's Dan. All right, how many times are I gonna mess it up? Chapter two, Uncle Lou. The speaker came at 10 o'clock. Her name was Miss Chris. Miss Chris told us about recycling. Also, she showed us a movie. It was called Dan, Dan the Soda Can. It was very thrilling, I tell you, because Dan, Dan the Soda Can, lived in a soda machine at the gas station. Then one day, a lady bought him to drink. Only too bad for Dan, Dan, because after that lady drank the soda, she threw him right on the out of her car window. And Dan, Dan got all of his can dented. But hooray, hooray, a cop saw that lady littering and he gave her a big fat ticket. Then a can man took Dan, Dan to the recycling center. And then the man got cash money. Plus Dan, Dan got fixed up as good as new. And bingo, he turned Dan, Dan the orange can. Oh, blah, blah, blah. See, already messed up. He turned into Dan, Dan the orange juice can. It was a miracle, I tell you. Room one clapped and clapped at that happy ending. Then Miss Chris passed around stickers of Dan, Dan the soda can, and for us to stick on our shirts. And the sticker said, recycling makes sense. Ha, get it? Because money, and it makes sense. Sense sounds like sense. And that is a good one, I think. After that, all of us went to lunch and recess. We were still in happy moods. On the playground, Jose and Lenny and Shirley asked to see my loose tooth. Then pretty soon, the other children wanted to see it too. <sighs> then finally, 
All of them stood in a row and I let them look real close. After that, I started to walk in a row and I showed them how far I could bend it. Herb clapped and clapped. Jose and Lenny whistled. Sheldon tried to pick me up. This is not a normal reaction, I think. You're going to look cool when it finally comes out, Junie B, said Herb. See, said Jose, you're going to look like a really cool kid, like a hockey player, I bet. Yeah, Lenny said. Hockey players almost have, don't, almost never have any teeth. Neither do kickboxers, said Shirley. Maybe you'll look like a kickboxer, Junie B. Just then, Sheldon did a sigh. I just hope you don't look like my toothless Uncle Lou, he said. My toothless Uncle Lou never brushed or floss, and then all of his teeth fell out. I made a sick face. Sheldon shrugged. Well, it's not like he told he's totally toothless, he said. He still has one bottom tooth left. It's kind of yellow, but it but he can still bite an apple. Ugh. That's disgusting. After that, Sheldon walked away. I watched him go. Then I sat down on the grass, and I tried and tried not to think of that toothless Uncle Lou. After school, me and her brought the bus you're home together. You're not even going to look at like him because you're just going to have one tooth loose. And she's a little girl. Yeah. And Kid, you brush your teeth. Kids are supposed to look like jack-o'-lanterns growing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We sit with each other every single day except not on Saturdays or Sundays or weekends. Saturdays and Sundays are weekends, silly Junie. Me and Herb talk about lots of stuff on the bus. Only today, I didn't feel like talking hardly. Because I was still upset about looking like Uncle You-Know-Who. I slumped down in my seat, very gloom. What if I look like a weirdo, I said. Huh? Herb? What if I look like toothless Uncle Lou? Herbert patted me. Don't worry, you won't. Probably. I kept on worrying. Yeah, only today's Friday, Herb. And I said... And so by Monday, my tooth will be out already, I bet. And so what if I come to school looking like toothless Uncle Lou? Then room one starts making fun of me. And they form a circle around me and they start laughing and skipping and throwing fruit at me. Then all of a sudden I did a gasp. Because even worser, problem popped into my head. I grabbed Herb's shirt. Oh no, Herb, oh no. (coughs) What if I don't even look like myself on Monday? Not, oh, excuse, <laughs> not even a tiny bit, I mean, and if, and then I get on the bus and you don't even recognize me, and so you pass right by my seat, and then I have to sit by myself. Oh, oh my, my god. She's a drama queen. Oh All alone and toothless. <laughs> Herb looked down at his shirt. He said, to please take his hands off of him. He smoothed himself out. Maybe you should look on the bright side, Junie B. He said, even if all of that bad stuff happened, which it won't probably, you'll still end up being with a bunch of money from the Tooth Fairy, right? And that's good, isn't it? And soon, as he said that, chill bumps came on my skin and my stomach got butterflies in it. I quick looked out the window to Herb. You butterflies? (laughs) Yeah. So Herb couldn't see my face, because guess what? The Tooth Fairy is a whole other can of worms. Remember she's scared of the Tooth Fairy? Chapter 3. Ow! (laughs) I walked home from my school bus very slow. Mm, Walking is good for thinking, I think. Talking is good for thinking, too. 
I just wish I wasn't the first one, that's all, I said to myself out loud. To think? Yeah, she was, <laughs> didn't want to be the first one to lose her tooth. I wish the other children... I wish the other children in room one were losing their teeth too. Then all of us would look toothless together and no one would throw fruit. I did a big breath at me. Yeah, only... That's the dumbest thing I ever heard of, I said. Because you can't make children have... You can't make other children have loose teeth, Junie B. I rolled my eyes. Yeah, only I already know that, Junie B, I said. Oh, she's talking to herself. But I really don't want to be the first. And so why can't my tooth just stay in my mouth a little bit longer? And that's what I would like to know. I crossed my arms at myself. Because you would keep wiggling it. And that's why I said maybe if you didn't wiggle it, it wouldn't get, it would get tight again. Did you ever think of that? Huh? Did you? I walked and walked some more. Then all of a sudden I did a gasp. Cause I did think of that. Ha! I ran to my house speedy quick. My grandpa Frank Miller was a babysitting my fussy brother named Ollie. Grandpa Miller, I know what to do with my tooth. I know what to do about my tooth, I yelled real loud. Grandpa Miller was bouncing Ollie on his lap. Ollie was wearing his dribble, drool bib. Also, he was slobbering and chewing on his arm. Ollie will not be popular in school, probably. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Mother said he is drooly and fussy because he's getting teeth soon. She is kidding herself, I think. Just then, Ollie started to cry. Grandpa Miller looked <clears throat> weary of that boy. I took Ollie away from him. Don't worry, Grandpa. I know how to calm this baby down, I said. After that, I patted Ollie on his back. Very nice. Then I hummed real soft in his ear and I put him in the hall closet. <laughs> Grandpa quick got him out of there and he put Ollie in his playpen and gave him an animal cracker. Animal crackers are crackers that make babies stop crying. Also, I enjoy an occasional cracker myself. After Ollie stopped fussing, Grandpa Miller came back to the kitchen and he put me on his lap. All right, little girl, I'm ready to listen to your news now, he said. What were you saying about your tooth? Did it get any looser at school today? I clapped my hands together. That's what I was going to tell you about, Grandpa. I said, because at school, I found out that I will be the first person in room one to lose a top front tooth. And so at first I felt proud of that news. Only then I got nervous on account of who wants to look like toothless Uncle Lou. That's why. And so then I had a long talk with myself and hooray, hooray. I decided not to lose my tooth after all. Grandpa Miller raised his eyebrows at me. Really, he said. You're not going to lose your tooth, huh? You really think you can make that happen, honey? Yes, I said. I know I can do that, Grandpa, because all I have to do is not wiggle it anymore. And then it will get really tight in my mouth again. I am sure of it. I'm positive. I reached into my mouth and tucked my tooth very and touched my tooth very light with my finger. Yep, I said, I can feel it. It's getting tighter already. I opened my mouth and pointed. See it, Grandpa? See how tight it's getting? Grandpa Miller squinted his eyes. Gee, honey, I don't know, he said. It still looks pretty loose to me. Then, without even asking, he reached in my mouth and started to wiggle it. No, I yelled. No, no, no. And I snapped my mouth shut, and he quick pulled his finger out. Ow, he said my grandpa, and he quick pulled his finger out. Ow, I said right back. Because I felt a pinch, that's why. 
I poked around with my tongue and something did not feel right in there. My heart started to pound very fast. I held my breath. Then I opened my mouth kind of sickish and I spit my tooth in my hand. Oh my gosh. Chapter four, Freako. I ran all over the house. Ready? Oh no. I shouted. Oh no, oh no. My grandpa, Frank Miller, knocked my tooth out. My grandpa, Frank Miller, knocked my tooth out. Grandpa ran after me. No, I didn't. Of course I didn't, Junie B. He said your tooth came out when you bit my finger. I kept on running and shouting. I looked like Uncle Woo. I woo. I look. I look like Uncle Woo. Help, help, help. I looked like, I look like Uncle Woo. I zoomed to the front door and opened it wide. 911, 911, my tooth knocked out. out. My tooth knocked out. Grandpa Miller quick picked me up and carried me back inside. Then he took me to the bathroom and he gave me a paper cup with water. Rinse and spit, he said. That's what I did. Only that's when the worstest thing of all happened. Because my spit water turned pink. Only I did a gasp at that sight. Blood. Blood. There's blood. In my spit. I hollered some more. Grandpa Miller covers his ears. Please, Junie B, stop with the screeching. After that, he took an aspirin. Plus, also, he ate two Tums. I kept on rinsing and spitting. Then finally, my spit water turned regular. Whew, I said, that was a close one. I was almost out of blood. Grandpa Miller bent down next to me and smiled. Well, let's have a look, he said. I opened my mouth for him. He looked and did a chuckle. Then he lifted me up to the mirror so I could see. I quick loosened, closed my mouth again because I was so nervous to see myself, of course. My tongue felt a tooth hole. It felt very roomy in there. Well, Grandpa Frank Miller said, aren't you gonna look, honey? It looks cute, Junie B. It really does. Then, fast as a wink, I opened my lips and I did a quick little, quick little peek at my mouth and I quick closed it again. Cause what do you know? A freako. Put me down, Grandpa, I said. Put me down right now. I don't wanna look at myself. I don't, I don't, I don't. What are you trying to do? You want that? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Grandpa put me down. Just then, my nose started to sniffle very much and my eyes got tears in them. I hate me, I said. I hate the way I look. Grandpa blew my nose with some toilet paper. I'm never going to look at myself again, I said. I'm not ever, ever, never. And I mean it. Not even when your tooth grows back? Aren't you excited to lose your front tooth? Yeah. It's going to be so cute. I lost two of my bottom teeth. I know, but aren't you excited to lose a top tooth? Yes. Me too. I'm taking pictures when you do. 
Grandpa bent down next to me. I want you to listen to me, little girl. He said, I would never lie to you, Ginny B. You look every bit as cute without your tooth as you did with it. He gave me a hug. A new smile is wonderful. You didn't even give up, give it a chance, honey. You really need to look at it again. Honestly, you do. He ruffled my hair. Do it for me, okay? Just give yourself one more chance. Mm, I rocked back and forth on my feet very slow because I needed to think this over. That's why. Finally, I did a big breath. <sighs> okay, Grandpa, I said, if you really want to lift me up there again, I guess I will let you. But I'm only doing this to be nice. Grandpa Miller patted my head. You're very kind, he said. After that, he lifted me back up into the mirror. Very slow, I opened my mouth and I peeked at my new tooth hole. I tried smiling. Try smiling, said Grandpa. You'll love your new smile. I just know you will. I did a nervous breath. Then I smiled at myself, kind of shy. See, said Grandpa Miller. See how cute it looks? I didn't answer him. Instead, made it, I made another face at myself, and then another, and another. Pretty soon, I tried every face in the book. Finally, Grandpa Miller winked at me. So, what do you think, little girl, he said. Hmm, how do you think you look? I smiled, kind of shy again. I think, I think I look fascinating, Frank, I said. Grandpa Miller put me down on the floor in it. Then he went back to the kitchen and he got a stool and he brought it back to the bathroom. He helped me stand up on that stool step. I stared at myself until my mother came home. All right, I think we're gonna save the other half for tomorrow because you're already get you got your face mask ready. You were like ready to sleep, sleep, sleep. Sleepy, sleep, sleep. Okay. Oh, you're grumpy. All of a sudden, she got a little grumpity. <laughs> Okie dokie. Nighty night. Good night. Good night. I love you. Love you too.